Welcome to the Doctors Changing Medicine podcast, where we feature physicians who are redefining the practice of medicine and changing the experience we have as doctors in medicine. We all know the system is broken, but we've decided not to complain about it anymore. We're out to fix it. I'm Dr. Una, your host. I'm a pediatrician and serial entrepreneur, but my passion is helping physicians create the freedom to live life and practice medicine on their terms. This is not just a podcast, it's a movement, a movement of change, and I invite you to be a part of it. Let's jump right in. Well, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Doctors Changing Medicine podcast. And I have a repeat guest here. I have Dr. Narissa Kerr here. And we're going to be talking about something that I found, you know, very mind-blowing. So she had come on initially. We talked about, you know, pharma and how to get into that industry and what she does there. And then this time, we're going to be talking about something completely different, but it really goes to show how we as doctors can take charge of things to really influence change. And it was it's such a fascinating story that I'm excited I get to share it with you. So Dr. Narissa, welcome back. Thank you so much. Absolutely. So I'm going to give you a minute to introduce yourself and then talk to us about this New project, your I'm I'm so intrigued. I've been looking forward to this episode. So I'm uh, a pediatric endocrinologist by training. I've worked in the biopharma industry now for more than 16 years. Started in medical affairs, and then moved my way up into clinical development. And ultimately, I now serve as the chief medical officer of a biotech company. I'm also on the board of directors of another public biotech company as well. Excellent. Excellent. So I reached out to you to bring you on the show because you're embarking on this new project. And I want you to talk to a listener about it, you know, just starting off with the why behind it. So the new project I'm embarking upon is I'm going to be climbing Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania in February of 23. I think we're about eight weeks out from the trip. So this is via the Climb for Cancer. And we are raising money to support the Fred Hutch Cancer Center in Seattle, Washington. So this climb is a team of people from the biopharma industry. There are about 25 biotech and pharma execs that have all committed to raising at least $50,000 individually for the Fred Hutch Cancer Center. And all together as a team, we'll be raising more than $1 million to help find cures for cancer. That, that okay, so, so I have questions, right? Um, Cause I'm, I can't do a 10 K don't tell anybody just the <laughs> thousands of people who are listening, but don't tell anybody. And so I'm going like, it would not occur to me to climb a mountain. Like how high is this mountain? No, it would not occur to me to climb a mountain to raise money for anything just to start with. And, and so what is, what is your driver to go climb a mountain? Several things have come together. The gentleman who arranges this, he's been doing this for several years, and he's a biotech journalist, and he is an avid climber. So he puts together these teams. So I was aware of these teams that had been going out and climbing mountains to raise money for cancer research. 
And it's just something I, you know, peripherally had seen people, maybe new colleagues, um, had been asked to support colleagues. And I got the invitation over the summer from Luke. And I thought, oh my gosh, I'm on the list. Like I got an invitation. I was super excited. And then you're right. I did sort of say to myself, you don't know anything about Mount Kilimanjaro and, you know, how tall is it? What is the training? But I had been in Tanzania earlier this year, in fact. So I had been on a trip to Rwanda and Tanzania and I absolutely fell in love. And, you know, originally it was this quote unquote trip of a lifetime. But once I was there, it was like, I really will be coming back. And so here comes this invitation to come back to Tanzania and see a different part of the country. Um, the, The people are so warm, so friendly. And so it just was this whole, you know, the universe pulling all these pieces of things together. And I have to tell you, I said yes immediately. And then decided I should figure out what is involved in training, what is involved in gear, you know, what does this really look like? But I didn't hesitate to say yes, even though I'm not a mountain climber. Okay, so so this right here is a whole life lesson, you know, like the last statements you made. Um, And that is that thing of this is something I know I want to do. I say yes, then I figure it out. And and that's with entrepreneurship, that's with taking up leadership roles, that's with writing a book, that's with, you know, starting a podcast, that's with, you know, deciding to raise a million dollars. Like it it really does all start from the decision and then the how follows it. It's almost like you can't even figure out the how till you decide. And, and I, I think that is just so powerful because that's what the ultra successful do. And when you said that, I was like, yeah, that's... That's how every great thing starts. So now you could have supported many organizations. And so is there a reason why this and, you know, funding cancer research and all of those kind of things, why that's uh, um, top on your list? As many of your listeners, I'm sure I've been impacted personally by cancer. My mother died of gastric cancer when I was 20 years old. And, you know, I was... uh, it was between my junior and senior year of college. And so I really talk about, I I knew my mother as a young teenager, but I didn't know my mother as a mother myself. And so really missed out on a lot of those life lessons from her. My father subsequently remarried to another amazing woman, and she unfortunately died of ovarian cancer. And so, again, a second mother figure in my life who had a lot of influence on my sort of, you know, I had both of my children before she passed away. So some of that wisdom, but I, I just feel like cancer has been something that has been so impactful on my life that this is where I really wanted to put my time and energy. Oh, sorry about that. Those are two, those are two big ones. And um, I'm I'm glad that you're, you're owning this. Um, Can you speak to the impacts that we can have as physicians, right? Because 
yes, there's, you know, research going on. Yes, there's support for cancer survivors or people who are going through treatment. Yes, there's things for human trafficking and all of this. And sometimes it's like the problems are the, in the world are so big that, you know, it doesn't matter. We can't fix it, right? There, there, there is that thought that goes there. But we do have the opportunity to have a bigger impact than whatever our impact is right now. And so, you know, you're going to give some, you're raising some, you're, you're doing this whole climb and all of that. Um, can you, can you speak to that? Like beyond what you're doing, but the opportunity and the ability we have in our world to have, to really have a, a bigger impact, leave them, leave, leave landmarks, leave a legacy, you know, things like that. So a, a couple of things are coming up for me. So one is, when you feel like a problem is too big to solve, you have to start chipping away at it somewhere. And sort of this analogy of the mountain is a really good one. Yes, the summit is more than 19,000 feet. But if I take a foot at a time, I can achieve that 19,000 feet. So if you make that analogy to the 50,000 or 50,000 plus that I'm going to be raising, that's going to researchers who are at a bench or designing a clinical trial to help further cancer research. So that $50,000, although it might seem to be in the scheme of millions and millions of research dollars, it's that foot towards the summit. So that's one. I think what what I've learned throughout this as I've been reaching out and asking for people's support, it ties to my network. So as I had to sit down and build out my fundraising plan, I was really pulling from my network and I recognize, you know, how many other physicians I have in my network, how many other chief medical officers I have in my network. And that's another way we support each other is through networking, through supporting each other. I have a question about fundraising that someone can help me with. And then the next time they have a question about the pharmaceutical industry that I can help them with. So those would be two things that immediately come to mind as to how physicians can have huge impact on the world. And now for a quick word from our sponsor. This episode of the Doctors Changing Medicine podcast is sponsored by the EntreMD Business School. We didn't get any business education during our medical training, and this school fixes that. It is the only school of its kind that helps physicians become thriving entrepreneurs who make money, have impact, and have time for the things that matter. You will get the coaching, accountability, and community you need to be successful. To find out more and to save your spot, go to EntreMDBusinessSchool.com. And now for the rest of the episode. Okay, so let, let me just tell you this, right? It's so amazing how the things you talk about, about just the stuff that you're doing, it, it re they, they really are classics, like principles, right? Like, how do I do this big thing? Again, you take me back to the business world, leadership world, whatever it is, is you start with what you can do, right? And it is one foot in front of the other. 
And if, if we think about leaving a legacy that way, it means it's within everybody's reach. That, that's the beautiful thing about that. It means everybody can start and everybody can develop that muscle and keep doing it bigger and bigger because obviously this is not your first time of being involved in something like this, not at this level maybe, but this is not your first rodeo, right? And and so so that is powerful. And then when you start talking about the, the network, um, I don't think as physicians we realize how much I, I call it social capital we have. It may not be dollars, but we have this really neat um, network if we'll look into it. So think of all the people from med school and all the people they know and all the people from residency and all the people they know and all the people in the jobs we've had and all the people they know, all the people in the businesses we've started, all the people they know. We don't realize how big Big, like it's almost as though anybody you wanted to reach is probably four or five phone calls away. Like they know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody who knows that person. You know, you know what I mean. And so, so when you said those two, I'm like, wow, that that's that's the same. Beautiful, beautiful. So, guys, I know we're talking about climbing a mountain, and I'm I'm so in awe of what you're doing because I'm not thinking about climbing a mountain yet. <laughs> Maybe I'll keep that step in front of another, hit a 10K and go like, okay, I kept messing with the 10K. Maybe I'll do that. But um, but there's so many life lessons, leadership lessons, business lessons, personal development lessons in this. And uh, that's that's amazing. So now part of your network now is my network because you're talking to my people, right? And so so the question is, on this thing that you're doing, how can we support you, right? How can the listeners support you? Wonderful. Well, thank you. Um, thank you for being a part of my network. Your listeners can, of course, support financially. Uh, I would certainly welcome that. I'm almost halfway to my goal. So making good progress. That is amazing. With eight weeks to spare. Yes, exactly. The other thing I've had people do, and, and I'll, of course, provide all the links for the fundraising page. I do have an Instagram if you want to follow my progress. It's uh, Journey to Kilimanjaro with two as the number. I'm putting some of my training on there um, and, and just the progress we're making. The financial support is really an important piece. If people have opportunities for companies to match, I've had, you know, it, it's it's just double dollars if you have companies that can match. The other really wonderful thing, going back to the network, Dr. Una, is I've had several coaches put forth offers. So if people make a donation to my fundraising, they've put forth coaching services I've done the same thing with my business. I have an offer right now. If people make a donation, then I'm doing uh, consultations. So there are lots of different ways. The other thing I would say, if people have creative fundraising ideas that they want to share, I'm open to ideas. So there are ways to help financially, but ways to also support and if you want to just shoot me a message to say, go, 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 I'll take that support as well. Okay, people, now you need to make sure you do that one <laughs> for <laughs> sure. She's going up a whole mountain, people. Okay, now, and I, I want to encourage everybody, as many of them that you can do, do. I don't know. I think about my 90th birthday a lot, which is so strange for someone who's 40, 43, but, um, but I do and... I think I'm really aware that we're burning daylight 
And so the opportunities you have to do things now, don't say you'll do them later. You know what I mean? Because now is what we have. And yeah, time is passing. So if there's something you're thinking about doing, this is a great time to do it. All the links will be in the show notes. Now, when I talk about the Doctors Changing Medicine podcast, you know, I, I do say that it's not it's not just a podcast, it's a movement, right? You know, there are a million of us, we, we felt stuck. We felt like, you know, this is the only thing we can do. There's so much burnout, loss of autonomy. We don't like medicine anymore and all of those things. And I'm like, there's a million of us, if we don't like it, we can change it. Like we, we really can. And so that's why I bring on amazing guests like you. And just to feature all the, all the things that people are doing that is not considered like exactly traditional, you know? And, um, so for this episode, what would you say is the reason why the doctor who's listening right now needs to, needs to share this episode with the doctors in, in his or her world, right? Because that's how, that's how the movement spreads is by letting other people know. So other than the fabulous Dr. Crayers on here, why else should they share this episode? So something that's coming to mind as I'm sitting here looking at, at you and, you know, thinking about myself, neither of us are unicorns. We are physicians that decided to do something. And so the reason for other people to listen to this podcast is so that we can make the changes to medicine that we all know need to happen. You can't see it as that big mountain of a problem that can't be fixed. You have to take that first step. And if every one of your listeners shared this with another physician that could take one of those steps, Think about the huge impact we could have. Oh, man, you're giving me goosebumps. That's a whole tsunami. Yes. <laughs> if you yeah. would share it with, if you would take one step and you would share it with someone else who would take one step, who would share it with someone else who would take one step. I mean, you know, I, I don't know if, if if I've told you about this, Dr. Kerr, but my my vision and what I'm working towards is a, is a 2025 where everything's changed. Where, where we start saying things like, you remember when? Yeah. Everything's changed where doctors are the leaders in healthcare inside and outside of the exam room, where doctors fall in love with medicine again, are like, oh my goodness, best career ever, you should come. Um, where doctors have financial security, right? It hurt my heart to no end to find doctors being laid off and taking unemployment checks in the middle of a pandemic, right? The greatest medical crisis of our time. And so just, you know, bring us back to this point, but it really does start from taking that one step. It looks almost insignificant, but it never is. The law of the universe is the law of the seed, right? Unassuming, easy to underestimate, but the forest is coming out. Just you watch, you know? So thank you so much for coming on. And this was, I knew it was going to be good, but this is really good. Thank you so much. This is good. Thank you so much for having me. I love everything you're doing. And if I can support that 2025 goal, I would love to. Yes. Yes. We'll talk even more about it, but you already are by, you know, sharing your, your story and what you're doing because so many ways we change our world is, is just by being right. Like taking, daring all those things and just doing something. People are like, wait, if she could do that, I might could do that. You know what I mean? And, and so that's good. So thank you. Thank you for saying that. And thank you so much for, for what you do. So good. Okay, people, you heard her. So share the episode with another doctor. Take your own one step. Please check out the links and go support what she's doing in one of the many ways that she talked about. And I will see you on the next episode of the Doctors Changing Medicine podcast. Thank you so much for listening. 
Now, this is too good for you to keep to yourself. So I want you to do three things. Number one, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Number two, share this episode with all the doctors in your life. Number three, share it on social media. Until next time, remember, you are a huge part of a movement changing medicine, one podcast episode at a time.